do a monthly ENT list where if they don't bring me chicken at noon, the rest of the, like the afternoon's cancelled. Well, I don't really care where the chicken comes from. I'm not like a chicken snob or anything. There just must be at 12 o'clock. <laughs> well, beggars can't be choosers, right? You can just see whoever's like, there's about four options to choose from in Wollongong <laughs> at noon on a Thursday. Who'll deliver? Because we're not allowed to send the juniors off on a chicken hunt anymore. So, um, so this ENT list is challenging. Like the the people are challenging, the cases are challenging. So the first thing that happens in the morning at seven thirty, when the registrars and stuff assemble, I say, right, well, who's getting the chicken? What, what chicken are we having? <laughs> and they're trying to talk to me really seriously about these complex cases. And I'm like, I'm not hearing any of it until there's a chicken plan. Because if you don't make the plan at 7.30, it gets to like quarter to 12 and there's no plan for chicken. You can't get chicken in 15 minutes. It needs to be ordered beforehand. <laughs> so I just take 50 bucks from the surgeon's wallet and hand it over to one of the ENT registrars. And then oh. they order it online. Yeah. That's ethical. Now, well, actually, I've been taking 50 bucks out of my surgeon's wallet for about 10 years now. So I reckon I should up it to 100. I think inflation should be about 100. We should really go nuts on the chicken. Is there, is there are there chips with the chicken? Yeah, there's got to be chips. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. If there's no chip, yeah, yeah. With gravy? is not with essential, gravy but you salt. can tell the quality of the registrar by how long through the year it takes them to get, like, the chicken on board. Because if it's like June and you're still having to kind of pester them, you're like, oh, mate, I don't know if you're going to really proceed in your training because this is really turning into a problem. Right. So this this is actually supposed to be about food Twitter, which is good that we're talking about chicken and churros med Twitter. And so, Min, please tell us all about it. All yeah, about yeah, food. yeah, yeah, sure. So, so tonight I had, you could look at my Twitter feed, I went out to a lovely multi-Asian store that reminded me of Malaysia called Tears in Cairns on the highway. And my daughter and I, we had a love, but she had a Penang chicken curry, which you can see on the Twitter feed and the photo. And, and I, pr- I probably had one of the best seafood laksas I've had better than oh, Singapore. And, so um, and anyway, the, the chef, she's married to a Chinese guy. And I think his sister-in-law is kind of Thai or Laotian. So they managed to have this fusion cafe, which is an enormous hit. And, um, so I'd thoroughly recommend if you ever come to Cairns, if you're looking for a good um, Asian supper. But uh, Charamid Twitter was uh, actually um, something that, that we started tweeting about about a year ago, and it's just a, a bit of a fun hashtag that we use to post pictures of charros for those of us who encounter it uh, along the way in our daily life, and it's just become a bit of a marker for having a good time and having a chat with friends and a good cup of coffee and having a break. So that's really what it's symbolically supposed to mean. Um, and then uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, Food Porn, uh, the, the, the Twitter account Food Porn started following me. So Ooh. that was my that was my achievement unlocked for uh, for foodie stuff. <laughs> well, I, I think Orthopod Reg actually is an official cake taster. So Simon Fleming, who's currently in Canada, hi Simon, um, but is. Uh, a, usually in London, um, and he's become an official cake taster for someone because of oh, his well, social like media British Bake Off, something like that, the Great British Bake Off or something like that? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure who it is. I'm going to need to ask him about it, but he, he gets, like, cake delivered once a week to, to taste it for someone. That is awesome. Do you reckon I could be a chicken taster? Yes. Like, really, I eat a lot of chicken at some point. <laughs> 
that could be our official sponsor i think you need like, <laughs> you need to work harder to find somebody to sponsor us um, yes. given given our producer is hypoxic chicken and you eat chicken weekly yeah maybe, that's our thing maybe somebody wants somebody so, who makes chicken wants to sponsor us kc red rooster yep It'd be awesome. The um, I tell you who else is good on the Twitter with the food. James Griffiths. Oh yes, um, yes, yes. yes. He's great with the food, and also quite foodie. And also Maca Doc. She needs extra points for baking out in Whoop Whoop on you know subantarctic islands. What did she? She made some gin cake tonight. She made a gin and tonic cake today. Um, with an Acapulco 1970s theme as a honeymoon cake for someone. And I don't know if it was a honeymoon cake or a birthday cake. And as a result, my good friend Fiona Matatal, who is in Calgary in Canada, and I have decided we are going to have our version of the British um, Bake Off. Uh, We're all going to make gin and tonic cakes on different continents. If you want to be an official taster, <laughs> we've, combined, we've combined all our love. We've combined baking, cake, and gin. Well, did you see the other day? I, I found someone tweeted me um, a, a – it was like a, a meme or a, 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 a kind of a Photoshop picture of, of uh, a Pop-Tart with ketamine. Oh. It was, oh. It, it was a box of Pop-Tarts labelled ketamine Pop-Tarts or something like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, mashups where you're trying to converge your, you know, two different loves and like that. I think that's cool.